when we first launched the app, I remember we got a few merchants messaging us saying they felt they or they didn't want to install the app because they felt that people wouldn't want to leave their date of birth. But we, you know, it didn't take us long to just prove that I think the average is like 60, 70% of people who place an order would leave their date of birth. And that's just on the order status page. Welcome to the Milk Bottle Shopify e-commerce podcast, brought to you by Milk Bottle Labs, Ireland's top-rated Shopify experts. Milk Bottle Labs build, upgrade, migrate, and market Shopify and Shopify Plus stores all over the world. Milk Bottle will migrate you onto Shopify with zero interruption, guaranteed, or optimize your Shopify store and maximize store sales. This podcast is kindly supported by our favorite Shopify app and the only app we install in every store. Rewind.io is the leading backup solution for your Shopify store. We'll talk more about Rewind later. Now over to your host, founder of Milk Bottle Labs, Keith Matthews. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the Milk Bottle Shopify e-commerce podcast. Today, I'm delighted to talk to Sam Henning. Sam is a co-founder of a UK-based Shopify app developer called Unionworks. And they have had a great success over the last few years with a very, very innovative app. And it allows Shopify store owners to wish their customers a happy birthday. So let's kick off. So Sam Henning, thank you very much for joining us today. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. What part of the UK are you in today, Sam? Um, I'm in South London, very good. What sort of a structure have you got, Sam? Is it a is it a remote team, or do you have a base where you all all you guys meet? Yeah, I mean we we are a remote team. Uh, Steve and Al, who are my business partners, they both work out sheds at the bottom of their gardens, and I tend to float around a little bit. So I'm based in London Bridge usually. So we'll all get together there today. I'm working from home. Very good. It's the beauty of the whole Shopify ecosystem, isn't it? That you can run a business in a, you know pretty much anywhere and still maintain a team and still maintain control. It's great times that we're in. Yeah, I mean, I think nearly all of the agencies or people, app developers within Shopify all tend to have an office on Slack rather than an actual office. Um, So yeah, it's quite unique, but it's nice. It means we can all chat amongst different companies all on Slack as well. Yeah, there's a couple of essential tools that that most people seem to be using. Personally, we use Basecamp, which we find fantastic. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Basecamp. I think I read and I listened to a podcast of their, of how they got to where they are. They, they, sound, they sound pretty good. They have a very interesting story. So Sam, I've been following you guys for a while. I think we met uh, last year at Unite. And yep. um, so tell us, yeah, tell us about uh, what you guys do at Unionworks. So Unionworks are Shopify app developers. So our main focus is our own apps. We've got seven on the app store at the moment. We've also built a number of apps for couple of other companies, a lot of private apps. So we are, Uniworks is basically apps <laughs> that we like, anything which is more back-end stuff, uh, automation, connecting systems, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's us. We're a, a team of, of three founders, me, Steve and Alex, all with slightly differing, different backgrounds. So Steve, he's been on Shopify the longest I think he's been since 2011 or something like that and he built the uh, cross-sell app which I know quite a lot of people used and then so he ran that for five or six years 
sold that and he joined up with Union Works. So he's got a huge amount of experience in uh, Shopify and the app ecosystem. And then we've got Alex, who's our lead developer, technical director, and he's been developing for, I don't dare put a number against it in case I insult him, but a very long time. And yeah, he's built all of our apps. He's built all of the private apps we've built for others. We've processed millions of lines of data, thousands and thousands of lines of code. So between them two alone, we've got a huge amount of technical expertise. So yeah, that that's UnionWorks. So I suppose just to be clear with our listeners then, that the ability to create the private app is, is inside the Shopify main and obviously take advantage of Shopify APIs. But the apps then that you have in the app store, you're selling them primarily through the app store. In terms of the private apps, Sam, are you talking about if I had a Shopify store and I wanted to connect it to to SAP or to a warehouse management system? Is that where you guys come in? You'll, you'll join the two? Yeah, so when I say private app, basically it's the same sort of thing. You install it on your Shopify site, you'd go to apps and you'd see that app in there. It's just a way to connect Shopify's API and get all of the data off there and then connect another API into that from the other end so you can basically sync data between the two. So that's exactly it. So if you were a merchant and you wanted to pass your orders into a warehouse, for example, we would connect a private app which linked the two APIs and basically synced data to and from, whether it be real-time or periodically. And is there any restrictions when you do that? Are the majority of clients, or would there be plus clients that would require that that service? No, not necessarily. It's, it all depends on the nature of the business. I mean, typically the projects don't tend to be quick fix, turnaround sort of things. So it has to make sense for the merchant that the volume of orders going through must be at a certain level where internally it just doesn't make sense for them to be manually sending them off to a warehouse. But, you know, we've, we've done integrations for merchants of all different sizes, whether it's a startup or it's an established company who just simply can't handle the load anymore and they need to automate it. Yeah, it's, it's surprising. We interact with quite a few fulfillment companies in Dublin and I don't know whether this is your experience or not, but a lot of them are still doing a manual upload or download of orders back into their warehouse management system. Yeah. There's very few people taking advantage of the automations that are possible in the Shopify system. Is that your experience? Yeah. I mean, you tend to, it's more, that's more of a a thing which your merchant kind of has to deal with really with depending on which warehouse they choose. I know that we get approached quite often by warehouses to build their private app and then they can roll that out to and use it as a sales tool to encourage more Shopify stores to use their fulfillment center because they've got this plugin enabled. But yeah, I mean, there's plenty of fulfillment centers that have been around for so long that their legacy systems are just ingrained into what they do. So yeah, we've seen all sorts uploading CSVs, emailing them one by one, yeah, I guess it is just all depends on the warehouse's appetite to integrate with Shopify. And I know that as Shopify keeps getting bigger and bigger and more and more people keep switching to it, then the demand on these warehouses to get some sort of connector with Shopify is going to become too much. And hopefully at some point it will just, they'll, it'll be available for all warehouses. We met a warehouse in Dublin recently and they're, they're actually going to move all of their customers over to Shopify. 
Really? Yeah, they're just implementing a SAP application for t- to manage everything, their finances and all of their stock control. And they are basically promoting Shopify within their customers to try and get as many of them over to Shopify. It just makes a really nice, smooth system and it, it kind of puts any or it prevents anyone from you know, suffering from growth pains from that point of view, because if there's an integration in place, then there's no stopping a Shopify store selling more and more and more. And those orders are just going to keep getting fed in. I mean, it's a nice problem to have for the warehouse, but the beauty is that the Shopify merchant can just relax and know that those orders are going to get dealt with. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, we're noticing with a lot of customers, a lot of, you know, even a lot of business partners, the Shopify seems to be it, it's either becoming the standard or it's it's kind of defining the standard. So it's early days yet, but I mean, we can very, very quickly see, the, you know, when you have large warehouses and large fulfillment companies taking decisions like that, it's kind of a, a good indication of the potential growth in Shopify. Yeah, definitely. If warehouses are realizing it and remodeling their businesses on it, then yeah, it's a great indication. Yeah, absolutely. Sam, it's interesting. Another one of the services that we provide a milk bottle is to, you know, set up the automated workflows for on email for clients, you know, on Clavio or Conversio or, or whatever email platform they're using. And one of the things that we've seen a trend in, especially with clients of ours in the States, is wishing customers their shopping anniversary. So basically, we'll set up a flow on Clavio, and 12 months after the customer has made their initial purchase, their first purchase, we trigger an email to thank them very much and remind them that it's a year since they made their last purchase. When I open your homepage, the first app that comes up is the Happy Birthday app. And one of the challenges that we've always had with clients is, you know, getting clients to actually go down the route of actually asking the, the customer what their date of birth is. So I know this one is particularly uh, successful for you guys. So can you give us an insight into the, the actual, how the app works and what sort of experience you've had with it? Yeah, so um, do a little bit of background of how it came about. So m- my background is, well, it was actually marketing and I took a marketing job in an e-commerce business which sold diet delivery plans. They were just about launching on Shopify towards the end of my time there. But when I was there, one of my main marketing activities was to send birthday emails. So we would, I think the, the website we had, it had the field to collect the date of birth, which was fine. I think nearly everyone filled it in. We didn't tend to get anyone who just left it blank, which was nice. So we found even back then that most people were quite happy to give their date of birth over. And then what I would do is have to every, I think I did every Monday, basically run a query on the database to see whose birthdays it was that week. And then I would manually go and email them (laughs) to wish them happy birthday. And even then I was just like, well, it'd just be so nice if I could automate this because it's taken absolutely ages, but I would do it every time because I always knew I'd get a good good conversion of it uh, from it. So you know, you're, you, the first thing you notice is that you always get nice responses from customers. I think, you know, they just appreciate the, the touch point. You know, it's always nice to receive or for someone to remember your birthday, albeit a machine. Um, it's nice to get a message. And then we used to always follow up with a discount code as a little birthday gift. And the, the conversion rate on that was really good. But because this was before the likes of Shopify or all of these uh, like more out of the box e-commerce platforms, we were reliant on a, an agency who built the site on their own system from scratch. So, to be able to automate that would cost 
far too much for the company. We, we just couldn't afford it. But so I had always had in my head that it would have been something so nice to automate. And, and then eventually got involved with Shopify and sat down with Al and Stephen. It was one of the first things we decided to build as a company. Um, and the way it worked, the way the app works is pretty self-explanatory. So you, you install the app, a couple of clicks and will automatically put a little form on the order status page, which is the page after you place an order. Um, so a little box will come up and it looks part of the checkout. So it just feels part of Shopify. Um, the merchant can decide whether they want to include a year or not. So if the some customers aren't quite comfortable telling you how old they are, but they still want to tell you what their birthday is because they want their birthday email. Um, so you can switch that on and off. And then once that, once a customer fills in that form, it goes into our database and then the merchants got plenty of options where they can decide whether they want to send an email or they can use one of our SMS partners, SMS bump to send a text. It can include a discount code, which is can either be a generic one or uniquely generated for each customer. Yeah, you, it's basically a plug, what we like to say. It's like a, a set it and forget it plug and play app. Um, we do fill out all of the information within the app. So there isn't actually, you could just plug the app in and leave it. But we find that most merchants want to, you know, put their own brand touch on it, make it look a bit nicer, put logos on it put their own tone of voice and um, the way they like to talk to their customers on. But yeah, I mean, uh, in a nutshell, that's what it is. We will collect the date of birth in a number of different places, store it and then trigger it, trigger it either on their birthday or a few days before, depending on the settings the merchant sets up. Let's take a short break and I'll share the one app we install on every Shopify build. The team at Rewind.io have developed the leading backup solution for Shopify. Did you know there is no way of recovering lost data from a Shopify store? Rewind.io automatically backs up your store data. In the event of a data loss, usually due to human error, Rewind enables you to rewind your store back to its previous state. It's so simple and is used by some of the world's leading Shopify agencies, such as Kurt Elster of EtherCycle and Kelly Vaughan at the Top Room. If your store is gaining traction, you may have multiple users making changes. Often store owners allow team or app developers enter a store to add code. Sometimes mistakes happen and data gets deleted. You can reduce your business risk today and prevent a costly catastrophe by installing the Rewind.io app on your Shopify store. Get your first month of Rewind for free by simply responding to any of the welcome messages or emails you receive after you begin your seven-day trial and mention this podcast. Now, back to the interview. The conversion rates that you're quoting, like you're, you're talking about hundreds of percents of conversion rates versus, you know, one or two percent on a, on a standard email campaign. Reading your stats on your own site, that, that would mean that really it's a no brainer. Yeah. I mean, the classic marketing strategy or that when you, when you talk about marketing target and you talk about the right message in the right place at the right time and there's plenty of research more than what we look at uh, online about birthday emails you're not going to get more targeted really you can hit them on their birthday when they're going to be in a good mood you can send it right into their phone you've got the right message you've got a good incentive you've got a great reason to email them so that's why the well firstly the amount of people as i said who actually willingly leave their date of birth when we first launched the app i remember we got a few merchants messaging us saying they felt 
they or they didn't want to install the app because they felt that people wouldn't want to leave their date of birth. But we, you know, it didn't take us long to just prove that I think the average is like 60, 70% of people who place an order would leave their date of birth. And that's just on the order status page. And that's without us putting any pop-up or making it obvious. It's just it blends in nicely with the page. Customers take really well to any sort of birthday campaign. I know I've signed up to quite a few. I think everyone quite looks forward to their discount code on their birthday and usually treat themselves. It's funny, even as a Shopify uh, expert, sometimes I think that that status page is ignored by customers. But what you've just said is it is actually a pretty neat place to add a promotion. Yeah, we do. We have got these stats on, um, and it actually, is, is this like surprised me quite a lot as well. So we do a percentage on our dashboard to say how many people have converted, have gone back and left their date of birth. And when you first install the app, sometimes if you're a busy store, sometimes your percentage can be higher than 100%. At first, we were just thinking, oh, is, that, is our code broken? But then when you look again, you realize that actually what has happened is before you'd install the app, there's so many customers who are going back to their status page to check. Uh, maybe, I don't know, they might be remembering what they've ordered, look at, get a tracking code or something like that. And then they've because they've since installed the app, they see their date of birth widget, so they've gone, oh, I'll add it in. So and that took us by surprise of how many people keep going back to their order status page, which is why, you know, there's there's other apps on the App Store now who've recognized this as well. And it is a great little uh, place to either gather more data or, you know, try and push other products. We've got another app called Grapevine, which is, it's a similar sort of approach. So we inject another form, which basically just asks the customer, how did you hear about us? And it was the same results. The amount of people who are quite willing to leave the data on there is quite surprising. The bit that I'm interested in as well is the delivery of that message. So does your system integrate with the email providers or do you send that outbound email? Yeah, well, we've got a couple of options. So as a default, we can send it uh, straight from the app. We integrate with MailChimp. So you can send all of the data over to there. Uh, we integrate with Clavio. We're just about launched or just about to press the button on an OmniSend integration. And then we're, we're kind of open to others as well. So we're, we're constantly adding new email service providers to to the list of we, we integrate with. But the good thing about what we've done with the integrations with the ESPs is we've, when someone enters their date of birth, we send that date of birth along with the customer record and we generate a discount url so we send everything to mailchimp so for example that a customer can then do whatever they want with that data they can send five emails leading five days leading up to their birthday if they wanted to it gives you so much flexibility on how you deliver your birthday campaign so the advice there really is if if you have a database of birthdays from your customers you can build a workflow and give them advance notice of the discount that they're going to get on their birthday. And, and it's a good reason to market, isn't it? Yeah, exactly that. And it, you can get really creative with it. So, you know, on the month of their birthday, you can hit them on the first to be like, it's your birthday coming up. Why not treat yourself? That's always a nice campaign. And you can follow up with just on the birthday, just wish them a happy birthday. You, you know, you don't have to do the standard discount on the birthday you can do it completely different we've got stores who use the app for 
in completely different ways. We've got someone who sells dog collars. They ask for the dog's birthday. So then they email the owner saying the dog's birthday is coming up. Why not treat him to or her to a new dog collar? It's to say once you kind of get the date of birth or get a date and push it into a system, there's a, a lot of creative things you can do. We've even seen websites which might sell like gifts. They might use the Happy Birthday app actually to go, when is your partner's or when is your anniversary with your partner? And then they email them a few days before the anniversary to remind them and buy something on our store to give to your partner on their anniversary. So, yeah, as you say, once you've got the data that, and you've got that flow built in and moving into its emails, ESP, there's, there's so much you can do. That's extremely clever. For stores maybe that have a lean period and you build up a database of birthdays or anniversaries, you've got a wonderful database there to potentially sell to. So it's interesting listening to you describe it because it's, it's very obvious when you describe it. And it's also very powerful. But there, I know for a fact in, in our base of customers or, or Shopify stores that we would be in, you know, during the year, there's very, very few ever take us up on the suggestion to actually collect the birthdays. So it's something that I, I think we'll take on as a priority. Yeah. And I think the, the thing what I, I like most about it is that each month you're adding more and more birthdays. That means that the next 12 month period, you're going to send that bit more birthday emails. So let's say you're, you're using the app to really drive a repeat sale. Let's say the average time someone buys on your site is just once. And you're, so you're quite aggressive in the discount you offer because you really want to try and get that extra sale. Every time another person adds their birthday email, and if you've got a conversion rate of 5 or 6%, that means that it's going to constantly get bigger. And if everyone gets a birthday, let's say you send 100 birthday emails in one year, the next year might be 150. The next year is going to be 200. I know they're really small numbers, but just as an example, like the, the compounding growth, as long as you can maintain that conversion rate, it gets better and better and better. And the app just becomes such a tiny cost in what's such a really smart and you know minimal effort campaign to run. Yeah, but I think more importantly as well, Sam, just to go back to what you mentioned about the conversion rates, a very high conversion rate, like, you know, you're on your website there, you're quoting hundreds of percent, like a very high conversion rate on a small database of customers that have given you their birthday is probably more valuable than a database of 10 or 15,000 where the opening rate is less than 10% and the conversions are only one or 2%. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the same as it, it just goes back to right place, right time, right message, highly targeted, highly personalized uh, you know, that that's exactly what marketeers strive to do in whatever activity. If you can hit someone at, with that level of targeting, the results are going to just be so much better. Again, I'll repeat myself. It's such a simple thing. And I'd say, based on your experience, you could probably talk for hours on it with the use cases. Sam, in talking to you, you're very interested in that app. Is that the favorite app that you guys develop? Or is there anything as interesting around the other apps that you developed? Yeah, I mean, oh, oh yeah, our favourite's Happy Birthday because it's fun, it's, it's high performing, it's it's a nice one to talk about. We've got uh, we speaking about marketing. We use we've got Customer Tagger, which will tag customers based on what they buy, how much they spend, various other attributes to, for like you can then use those tags for more granular segment segments of customers. So that one's quite popular got another one order tagger which does the same thing but with orders so 
Order tags are typically used to categorize and filter different types of orders. Again, you can basically set up any tagging rule depending on what information's on that order, like what shipping method someone selected, is it over a certain amount, uh, what channel has it come from, all these different things. If you've got different fulfillment partners, partners or different teams within your store who do different types of orders, or it's a new customer and you want to include a, a leaflet or a welcome letter or something in their first box, that sort of thing. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, as I say, like, we quite like our automations. So we, we quite like order tag and customer tag, although they might be a little bit more geeky. The other one, which I personally quite like, is Grapevine, which I mentioned earlier, mainly because we think the name's really clever. <laughs> as in, where did you hear from us? You heard from on, heard on the Grapevine. And that's, that's a little free app, which a merchant can just, a couple of clicks, have a simple drop down on there, thank you page, find out where customers come from. We we even attach the revenue against it so you can see how much money your Facebook ads are generated. I know that there's plenty of very powerful tracking out there, but at the end of the day, there's no better way of finding out where that customer's come from than, than telling you because you might have spent thousands on Facebook ads, but actually they've seen you somewhere completely different, but they've happened to see you again on a Facebook ad and clicked it. And uh, Facebook gets the credit for that sale when actually there's another channel, marketing channel out there which might be working just as hard. So it's nice to be able to get those sort of insights out of your customers. So really what you're saying is that could help Shopify merchants analyze their ROAS, their return on, on ad spend, because their perception could be that you know their sales are coming from one channel just because there's an ad running. So that could save the customer money in the long run. Isn't that right? Yeah, exactly. There's two ways you can look at it. One, you can see which you might you might identify a channel which actually performs better than you think. So you might go, well, you know what, let's put a load more money into that channel because you know that the conversion's better. Or yeah, equally, you, um, you're spending a lot of money on a particular channel and customers just aren't coming from that channel. I know it's more of a validation and a, you know, a bit, a bit of a crossing examination of what the tracking data says. But you know, from our point of view, it's a free app, so it's an absolute no-brainer. <laughs> it is. But Sam, in all seriousness, there's a lot of free apps out there that don't add any value. But I mean, the one you've just described seems to add a, a decent bit of value for a busy merchant. Yeah, exactly. We, we, think, we definitely think so. I think it, it is important data. And yeah, it gives you a lot of insight and a lot of valuable insight. And as you, as you said, it can either save you a lot of money or make you a lot more money if you use that data properly. So Sam, you've got a great range of apps and you've also built up a very good reputation in the app ecosystem over the last few years. As you grow and as you get more downloads and as you end up with more merchants, does it lead to a difficulty in organizing how you respond to queries and how you maybe have to make an investment in terms of hosting and customer care support? Is that a challenge or are you guys experienced enough that that's just part of running the business on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I mean, we like to think we're that's we're we're experienced enough to kind of handle it. We we set up, we've got a proper support system in place, and we've had that from day one. So we're very organised in uh, the way we manage our support. We like to think we're pretty prompt in our replies, and because you deal with one of the three owners or one of one of us, you're gonna get pretty good support. We we should be able to answer questions straight away because we know the apps inside out. We respond 
to either adding something, tweaking something to the app in quite a timely manner as well. So um, no, I think yeah, we 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 like we get five star reviews across all our apps. We'd get a lot of comments, especially within those reviews of how good our support is. Um, as I said, Steve's run apps for so long now, so his experience in supporting and looking after merchants is really invaluable, and that's kind of how we've got to where we are today. So Sam, now in the App Store, you guys can actually respond to comments. Has that helped you? Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's, it's to say we 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 don't tend to get any uh, bad reviews, so we we're kind of just thanking merchants for for their review and. But yeah, I mean, I know from, because we run one of the Shopify app developer Facebook groups, we know that it's been a big help across the board for apps, uh, for app developers to be able to answer back to tickets and help people out and validate certain things. So no, yeah, that, that's been a really big improvement. But what's been even better is the new app store, the the new way of searching and finding apps. We found since then that the people who actually want our app is are finding it because it's in the right categories and it's a bit more granular. So between those two new updates, they've very much been welcome. Sam, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Well done on your success with UnionWorks and especially uh, well done on you know a really, really clever happy birthday app. It's been great having you. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Milk Bottle Shopify e-commerce podcast. All of our episodes are available on Spotify and iTunes. We really appreciate the support of our sponsor, Rewind.io, the leading backup solution for your Shopify store. Get your first month of Rewind for free. Just respond to any of the welcome messages or emails after you begin your seven-day free trial and mention our podcast. Until the next time, take care.